friends, welcome to the Go and Tell Gals podcast with Jess Connolly and Kanisha Bikes. Today, we're talking to one of our friends, a woman who runs on mission. We are praying this conversation leaves you fired up and ready to go right where you're at. We're super thankful for you. Let's go. Well, friends, I'm so happy about today. It's a really happy day. I wish you guys were all here physically with us, but this today is the return of the Go and Tell Gals podcast. So we're not just returning. I mean, we're revolutionizing, really, is what we're doing here. And so if you have never listened to the Go and Tell Gals podcast, let me give you a very quick refresher. I'm Jess Connolly. Go and Tell Gals is an organization that exists to equip and encourage women to take the next step in their God-given mission. And so we encourage women who run businesses. We equip and encourage women who are in ministry, who are writers. We love to equip and encourage college students and moms and hairstylists and you name it. We want to give you the tools that you need to take the next step in what God has asked you to do. And we had this incredible podcast for over a year that we loved. We loved interviewing women, talking to women, And then the pandemic hit and March, 2020 came and we got really quiet. And so I want to just address that right off the bat. I want to tell you, we did have a few episodes after the start of the pandemic, but for me, it felt really important to just pause and listen to God and get quiet and not be the loudest one in the room saying, this is what's happening and this is where we're going. And so we decided to regroup and refresh. And I can talk about that in a second, but first... The most exciting news is that I have to introduce our brand new co-host, Kanisha. Here I am. Tell us everything about you. I mean, I think the women have been cheering and chanting your name quietly without knowing, like, (laughs) this is what we need, Kanisha, Kanisha. (laughs) So could you introduce yourself? Tell everybody on the podcast who you are. Tell us about your life. What do we need to know? Yeah. Oh, so Kenesha Bikes, which is most commonly mispronounced as Bychicks. <laughs> I said Bucks for a long time before I heard you say it. Before you were my real friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my family and I live here in Seattle for kids. I have an almost 17 year old, which is the most insane thing ever that I have a 17 year old because I'm definitely still 30 in my brain. Like in my mind, I'm still a 30 year old. I don't know how a 30 year old could possibly have a 17 year old. I mean, I guess that's possible, but whatever. Anyway, we're here in Seattle. I run a business called Restoration House that some of you may have heard of. And Restoration House started about 15 years ago with furniture restoration and has become more of a ministry these days through writing and visual inspiration and all sorts of things like that. And my mission in life is really, it's kind of funny, I guess, with Jess, you asking me to come and join you guys here on the Go and Tell Gals team. (laughs) Because one of my missions in life is definitely to encourage, empower, and remind women of their calling in life. That is something that has been kind of the core of my message, if you will, from day one, even through home design and my writing and all those things. That's something that is a core value for me. So it kind of runs through the message that I spread online as well. So 
I'm so excited to come alongside you and the team and to kind of continue seeing what God wants to do with that together. I just think that it's so powerful when we can come together on mission to promote the message of the gospel. Yeah, I'm a little bit at a lack for words, which isn't common for me, but I will say that I am just thrilled to to come alongside you guys and see what happens. Man, we're so grateful for you. So we've been internet friends for a few years. We've now been in-person life friends. Yes, yes. I wish in the same city friends, but we are really spanning oh. the coasts. I mean, you're kicking it on the West. Because we've got the country covered. We really do. Both of you, all of you, we hear you, we feel you. We're hugging you <laughs> from the East and the West Coast. But we've now gotten to be together a few times to do ministry together, to hang out, to pray to sit to hug Mm. we're trying to do that again soon very soon we're cooking up some ideas (laughs) but i asked you when i knew it was time when i knew okay we have to bring the podcast back a lot of people did ask us why do you guys stop the podcast and so i'll go backwards a little bit to that and i'd love to hear how you felt in regards to this too but i felt genuinely tentative about putting out content from march 2020 to maybe October. I would not disagree with you. Yeah, I felt really hesitant. And I take and honor this thing that we get to do so seriously, this online leadership. And I just thought, I don't know what is happening right now. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what God is up to. I felt like the best thing I could do was to take care of my own heart and and even our team at Go and Tell Gals for us to kind of nurture our team and and ask God for wisdom and insight. And so as much as I love the podcast, I just was really hesitant to get on and talk. And, and things were so heavy just in the thick of that really rough beginning season of the pandemic that I just thought, I never know how an episode is going to land and I would never want it to land on someone's worst day. Yeah. You know, or their most confusing day and be a little more noise in their life. Absolutely. How do you feel like 2020, the pandemic, shifted the way you lead and teach and (sighs) use your voice? I think that there are so many things that 2020 taught me in reference to that. First of all, I would say that I 1000% agree with you as far as pulling back from producing content, if you will, which kind of cheapens what we do around here, but for lack of you know, time. That's essentially what it felt like to me, though. It it began to feel like, oh, I'm just pushing information and, you know, putting things out there for the machine versus doing something for the real purpose that I really, you know, do things for Mm -hmm. around this place, which is to challenge people, you know, to call people into spaces that are restorative and et cetera, et cetera. So acquired a little bit of a pullback. If you remember, we did three questions. I think we started that back in October, Yeah, which was a series that I just felt like God was asking me to do because not only are people or were people dealing with the pandemic, but also dealing with very personal issues in their life. And that was my story at that time and even now. So Mm -hmm. I've just felt this, this push to like, stop pushing content and really get to like speak to the pain that people are feeling. And while also allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to my pain through that and to me in that way. And it just felt like the right thing to do at that time. And 2020, 2021 has looked a lot like stepping back, asking God, 
what direction he wants me to go and really seeking him for a lot of personal healing, honestly, Mm. and not becoming something that I was never meant to be and really questioning the why behind the what more, I think, this past year than ever before. So good. The why behind the what. So good. Well, I say all that to say, I unpack all of that about like why we stopped the podcast, what it was like for you. Not only to empathize with our listeners who are like so many of them, you know, the wheels fell off. They, they didn't feel like they could do what God was asking them to do. They didn't feel like they could do what they were doing prior. They didn't feel like they could start something new, but also because I think that one of the best things that we can do on this podcast is normalize listening to God, man, and normalize obeying him when it's not strategically or culturally appropriate. (laughs) That in itself, it's a whole episode or two. Yeah. So we'll keep coming back to that. We'll keep talking about that. But I want you to hear, even at Go and Tell Gals, that this business is, you know, it's not like a brand in an off-putting, cold and hard and removed way. It's it's a bunch of women who are breathing and love God and are living through a year and are like, what's happening? What can we say right now? You know, who do we want to talk to? How do we want this to land? How do we want it to feel when you listen to it? All that being said, I want to continually normalize listening to God, obeying God, pausing, even when it's not strategic, even when it's not normal. I mean, let me say this to the back end. You guys, we had probably a dozen, if not more, and still have them, unaired episodes Mm -hmm. that we just have, that are just sitting there, that now we're like... Feels like maybe too much time has passed. It's not super relevant what we talked about, but we just couldn't even get them out. We just felt like, eh, eh, nope, not today. And so I want to normalize that for all women. But why we came back is because here's the deal. <laughs> what we all know after 2020 is that we are so vulnerable as a collective community. And we know that time is fleeting and that life is fast, and that our neighbors are hurting. And for very beautiful reasons, God has picked us as his kids to carry his heart, his gifts, his love, his light into the world to use what we've been given for the good of others and the glory of God. And the world is still turning and the calendar pages are ripping off one after the other. And so we began to hear from one after the other of you that said, listen, I need the podcast. (laughs) I get in my car or I get on the treadmill or I go walk around the block or I'm getting ready and I need to hear from other women who are pressing in to do this hard thing of mission. I need to talk about it. I need to hear from different women. And so when it was time to come back, I just said, I know that what I can't do is it just can't only be my perspective interviewing women and talking. And so I had just done your three questions Instagram series with you. And I just told the team, I told the Go and Tell Girls team, I was like, it's Kenesha or nothing for me. Mm, (laughs) It's Kenesha or I I can't come back. (laughs) (laughs) And so we sent a wild email to you and said, will you co-host the podcast with us? You said yes. But we get to introduce also another character on the podcast today, which I'm really excited about. And that is that we've leveled up here. We're doing the TikTok, like level up, level up. (laughs) And we now have a podcast producer, 
Come which on. is really exciting. And so some of you guys might know Brenna from the Go and Tell Gals Instagram from different emails, but she has now totally shifted into the role as a podcast producer. So Brenna, say hey to everybody. Hello, hello. I am so happy to be here. Hey, friends. Okay, Brenna, tell everybody a little bit about you and why you love podcasts. Yes, I am 26 years old. I live in upstate South Carolina, so I'm not there in Charleston with the rest of the team, but I get to work remotely and now I do the podcast, which I'm so jazzed about. I work full-time at a university overseeing student activities, which is the dream, and I can't believe I get to work with Go and Tell Gals because that's the other dream, but I listen to a ton of podcasts, and I have always listened to them, even when Jess said she doesn't love podcasts. I was like, (laughs) oh, I love them. I listen a lot, and so when the space came up for me to take on the podcast, it was super exciting, and I am pumped to get to do this. I've never done podcast producing, so I'm excited to jump in. Yeah, so Brenna's going to be in all our episodes, number one, just helping us stay on track and keep it tidy, but also we're going to ask her to weigh in every once in a while because we love her, we love her voice, and we love her perspective. And what I we should also say about why we brought the podcast back, this is also true and selfish and silly, y'all, but... I did not love podcasts before. I think I've said it on the podcast before. I've said it in episodes. I don't listen to podcasts. When I'm alone, I want to be alone. I have four kids. I, like, I got a lot of people in my life. And so I'm like, if I'm alone, I don't want to hear other people talking. <laughs> but true story, Kenny Shaw, I don't think I've told you this. I'm going to give it to you guys straight. But God, this is what happened in my life. I have told Brenna what changed my mind about podcasts. So... Kanisha, you know this, <laughs> that I, for the last many years of my life, have driven a very old car. You've ridden in my very old car. And I drove you guys this, I want to say, like, 1996 Yukon that did not have air conditioning or heat. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, my Yukon that I've driven for genuinely, I think I've driven it for about six or seven years, didn't have air conditioning or heat. It also didn't even have a CD player. So to listen to music, I would put in my tape cassette with the cord that went into my phone. And that's how I listen to music. But also like when you're driving a car that doesn't have air conditioning or heat, you live in Charleston, South Carolina, you don't care about music. You're just getting from A to B. And everybody in my life would say, don't you want like a car that was maybe, you know, that maybe could keep you cool or warm. And I would say, no, I'm just not really a car girl. Like, it's not what I want to spend money on. And I just didn't care. It's not what I want to spend money on. I'm fine. I just, I'm just going like a few miles every day. Charleston's a small place. I'm good. I'm fine. I don't need a car. And finally, my family and my husband had a little bit of an intervention. And they were like, this is ridiculous. It's embarrassing. Like, my back two blinkers were duct taped on. Like, when I say parts of my car were falling off, they were falling off. My back two, like, blinker lights were literally duct tape on. My windshield wipers didn't work. Nick was like, this is not safe. If it rains, you can't go places. I'd be like, babe, it's fine. I just squint. We see through. Anyways, they all intervened. They were like, we're getting you a car. So I got myself a little Honda SUV. And when they asked me what I wanted in a new car, I said, I really want backup cameras because I live in downtown Charleston. I do a lot of parallel parking. I was, like, playing bumper cars with other cars at all times so I was like I'd like some backup camera so I don't hit other cars I would like to not have to plug my phone into the cassette tape just simple things yeah which Nick was like they don't make cars that have cassette tapes anymore so that's going to be fine so I got a car where when I get in my car it connects to bluetooth some of y'all have been living in the future imagine that 
I didn't know this was like, I didn't know this was readily available. So now I get in my car. So my car has a podcast app. This is crazy. And I push it and all the podcasts I've subscribed to come up. So I had my car for two days and I texted Brenna and I was like, I love podcasts now. I listen to podcasts every day. I'd probably listen to 10 episodes in two days because it was just so life-giving. So I changed my mind. I love podcasts. I think they're great. And you especially love your podcast and your voice. Well, I don't, but I love your voice. (laughs) I do really like your voice. And more than that, I like hearing the stories of women who are running on mission. So I want to like shift into that because you know this. We essentially ask two questions when we have people come on for interviews. We ask more, but we're going after two things. One, number one, what does running on mission mean to you? What does it look like in your life? And then we're also asking them, what's hard about it? What's hard about running on mission for you? Because I find there's so much power in hearing where women are pressing in. Why do you think this is so important? Why do you think it's so powerful and intentional for us to hear from other women what's difficult? I think because there's so much power in our collective stories. I think that we as human beings, as creation of a Mm. creator or the creator, that we have been built for community. We've been built for togetherness. We've been built to empower and strengthen and encourage one another. And so when we're sharing that story, I think I actually, during three questions, I had an interview with Arielle Astoria. And one of the things that we talked about was this phenomena, if you will, theory, whatever you want to call it, this idea that we are connected and meant for community. But one of the things that she said that was news to me was on a psychological level, which also just points again to how beautiful creation is, that that literally when we hear someone else's story or Christianese, their testimony, something physiological happens or biological happens in our brains, like chemically something shifts and changes and transfers when we hear, audibly hear someone else's story. Yeah. So to me, I don't have, you know, the full breakdown of that. But to me, that just, again, points to how beautiful creation is and how beautiful God is and how beautifully Mm -hmm. intricate he's made us. So going back to your question, I think it's so powerful for that reason and a million others that we do this, that we hear each other's stories, that we hear the brokenness, that we hear the pain and feel and sense and experience the glory of God in other people's lives. I think those are very necessary pieces to this journey that we walk because there is so much pain in each of them. I think it's very important that we are able to connect and resonate with some of those things. So I don't think that it's, it's like, this is maybe too long an answer, but it's like oxygen. It's like breath to us. And I think a lot of us are walking around carrying so many things that we're not meant to carry, not just because Jesus has given us a way out of that. But I think one of the ways that he's given us an out in that, if you will, is through each other. We're overlooking and missing out a lot. So there are a million reasons that that's important, but that to me is one of them. So good. So good. It also feels like the number one way that we fight defeat, you know, because I do think the enemy wants us all to feel like this is only hard for you. (laughs) This is only broken for you. You must not be good at it. You are not qualified to do whatever it is that you're doing. And hearing from other women like, oh, no, no, 
this is impossible. Yeah. <laughs> this is impossible. Yeah. Someone actually asked me the other day on a podcast, it wasn't somebody else's podcast, Ainsley B with her podcast is called Wild Confidence. Mm. And I love her. She opened with, tell me about a time where you felt inadequate or tell me, <laughs> I'm giggling now. Tell me about a time where you <laughs> felt like a lack of confidence. Yeah. And I was like, you're like every day. I, I was like, Ainsley, I could so much easier tell you about a time I felt confident. <laughs> that would be the quicker answer for sure. Yeah. I was like, I still don't even know that there's been a day where I've woken up and said, I know exactly what I'm supposed to do today. And I know I have everything I need to do it to accomplish it. And so to hear that from other women who are, spoiler alert, doing it, like I just still showing up and doing it is such a game changer for me. At Bright City, at our church, we just started my favorite group that we've ever had. I'm a groups gal. I love a Bible study. I love a married group. I'm into all of it. (laughs) And we just started my absolute favorite group that we've ever had ever. And it is a running group. Wow. So You're my hero. Listen, I'm going to tell you why I love it so much. I love it because they'll tell you the same thing. It's the exact same thing we're talking about. Brenna, you're a runner, so weigh in here with me too. Every time you want to run, it doesn't matter if you've run three miles before. It doesn't matter if you've run 10 miles before. It doesn't matter. Every time you want to run, you think you can't do it, Hmm. right? Every time. For sure. I ran a mile a day with you, Jess, one mile worship for 70 days. And now I'm like, I could never do that again. I've run a marathon. I've run multiple half marathons. Right now, I'm in a season where I'm trying to run at least 50 miles a month and still. Did you say five zero, not one five? Five zero. Five zero. Jesus, help me. But still, every run, I'm like, I don't really know if I can do this thing. And so what's interesting is when you bring runners together and they all kind of have that. I mean, especially believers, especially people who worship the king. Because when you don't, you can kind of pride yourself into thinking you can do it. You can kind of be like, I'm tough. I'm strong. I've got this. But when you have like a modicum of humility, you're like, I don't know. I'm not sure. I can't do it again. And so what's cool is when you bring people together and they all experience that same defeat, doubt, and then victory together at the exact same time. It doesn't matter how fast you are. It doesn't matter if you have to walk for a little bit of it. When we get done with the three miles and we all look at each other, we're like, God did that. God Mm -hmm. did that. And you did that. We did that. And so I was telling them on one run that, again, I was just saying that thing I can't get over, that this is the trick of the enemy, that this is the trick of the enemy. I'm going to say it again, that this is the trick of the enemy, that he makes us terrified and feel incapable. Yeah most often of the things we're already doing. Yeah, for sure. So who has enough like trust or faith or hope to do the thing they're not even doing yet? Right. Because I'm over here. You get it. You've been a mom for 17 years. I've been a mom for 14 years. I've been a runner for 10 years. I've been leading a church for eight years. I've been leading a business for about 10 years. And every day I'm like, I don't know, God. I don't know if I can do these things. (laughs) And it's just a joke. But it's the worst slash best tool of the enemy to just make us terrified of what we're already doing. Yeah, no, that's so beautiful. It also makes me think that if we didn't have that quote unquote doubt, which this is such a simple thought, but it's profound at the same time to me, would we ever even need to look to God, right? Right. You know, like if I thought I could do everything, then why would I ever need Jesus in the first place? 
A hundred percent. So it's like the enemy thinks he has us, but it's actually by design that we even can use that or God uses that to say, hey, look at me. Like, I got you. A hundred percent. And so if nothing else, this is what I hope you guys hear about the Go and Tell Girls podcast, is that every time you hit play, you're going to hear from a bunch of women who are doing what God asked them to do, even though they're terrified that they can't do it. Yes. Yes. Like, honestly, you know that we can't, but he can, and that he's strong, and that he's good. And we're going to interview women and maybe a few men who are going to say the same thing in different ways. And I pray you're encouraged and empowered by that, but I also pray that every single time you come, you hear some tip or trick or encouragement that empowers you and genuinely equips you to do what God's asked you to do Mm -hmm. wherever you're at and whatever season you're at. 1,000%. So... Here's my fun question for you, Kanisha. I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this. Okay. Here we go. Do you go. have any dream guests coming up? Like, like <sighs> not everybody needs to know who they are, but if, yeah. you know, like wildly famous or I want to hear. <sighs> There's so many. I mean, this is a silly one maybe, but okay. So my kids for the past 30 days have been obsessed with Sister Sister. Do we know okay. what Sister Sister is? Sister, sister, never knew how much I missed The her. Maori yeah, twins. I'm in. Yeah, they're amazing. The best. So one of my dream guests has been for like five years to sit down with Tia Maori. Come on. And partly because she actually loves design, which I happen mm-hmm. to love as well. And also because she loves Jesus. And she's in a world that is full of the opposite of people who typically love Jesus. Not to stereotype, but, you know, it is what it is. So I'm just always curious with people who are in the world of high influence that are still able to, quote unquote, run on mission and focus on their calling within that world. Yeah. So she would be definitely one of my call outs. Hey, if you're listening... Yeah. To go and tell. We want to sit with you. We want to sit with you, Tia. Also, I mean, y'all don't DM her or anything, but I'm just <laughs> saying, like, from your lips to God's ears, just say, in Jesus' name, Yeah. would you bring Tia Maori to the Go and Tell Girls podcast? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Brenna, do you have a dream guest for the podcast? Yeah, sort of in a similar vein. My dream, and I think everybody's dream, is Joanna Gaines. Oh, yeah. She's great. I think she loves God. She definitely feels like she loves God. She does incredible work. She's awesome. So I would love to hear about her mission and how she runs her business and loves God and loves people and does amazing work. So she's top of my list. I'll send that email right now. Everybody else, come on with us. In Jesus' name, would you bring Joanna Gaines to the Going Tell Girls podcast? Amen. Let it be so. Let it be. Okay, guys, I am trying to think. If I have a dream guest. You do. Do I? You, you've had so many great guests, though. You know, we were talking about this, you know, over the past few weeks. I'm looking at past episodes. And I'm like, she literally has everybody that I would have as my dream guest. They're already on. They've already been on the podcast. We'll have them back in Jesus' name. Well, Brenna knows one, and I think we've already reached out to her. Not to Allie Love. Allie Miss Love, the Peloton instructor. I'm a big fan of hers. I love that. I really love her. To have Hannah Brown, The Bachelorette. I'm not a watcher of the Bachelor Bachelorette series, but she just started to do some talking about body image. She loves God. She talks about her relationship with God. So I'd love to talk to her about body image. Yes, I'm down. I love that so much. Yeah. And I feel like I could interview her. We could interview her, you know, in a. Or you. 
in a neutral way because I don't think you're a bachelor bachelorette fan, are you? I'm not. Yeah. No. So I'm like, we're not fans. But I'm a fan of people, right? Yeah. I just like you and I like God and I like women who are fighting for body image freedom. So yep. I feel like we could be chill. Like we wouldn't be like, how was the first kiss? Totally. You know? No. No. <laughs> no. We're not going to cheapen this experience. No, 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 no. Okay. You got another one, Brenna? On the body image note, Jess, you have to tell us about the book. Yes. Real talk. Listen. That's also why I wasn't putting out podcasts last summer because I was typing away. Writing. You were jobbing. Just, I was jobbing. I was manifestoing. <laughs> so, yeah, in the thick of the pandemic last year, I started writing the book that I have always wanted to write for you guys. Mm. And it is called Breaking Free from Body Shame. This is my favorite thing I've ever gotten to do in this whole world besides, you know, my kids. And that's about it. <laughs> I do have to say, I think this is the most important message hmm. the most okay so side note i am going to be writing an endorsement for this book so i do have to say that i like, did ask her like for full one. disclosure <laughs> but it really is the most important message i think not only that you have ever put out there if you will hmm. that's a bold statement i know but i think it is the message that every single woman in this world, I don't care if you think you're healthy or not, as far as how you see yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I'll leave that there. But I'm so proud of you. I'm with you. And like, I feel like God's had to get me a little riled up about it for this season. You know how it is when you write a book, you are like, I think this is good. I think God and I did something good. I'm going to share it with the world. This is going to be applicable for a lot of people. And this book is a little different. Yeah. Because every woman has a body. And they say 97% of us are deeply dissatisfied with the way we see our bodies. Yes. And what I've found that is so interesting is I have met a few people so far in different realms who have read the book, either like on my publishing team or Mm. in the editing process, or even, you know, I've had other women like weigh in on the books. There are other women's words in the book. And what's really interesting to me is I'll meet someone who says, I don't have body image issues, Mm. but I'll read it. Like maybe it'll be helpful. And they get three chapters in and find number one, their own pain or trauma, but then they find freedom that that was just there for the taking all along from God. So I cannot wait. We'll talk more about it on the podcast for sure. We've got fun stuff coming out, but it's available in June. You can download the first chapter now at jessconnelly.com slash breaking free. One thing we're going to do for anybody who pre-orders a copy of the book is we're going to start in April, a community of weekly workouts and meditation sessions so we'll have like a weekly online workout with all the women who have pre-ordered the book and a weekly meditation session where we'll talk about god's word and how it applies to our bodies and so i've been penciling in special guests and i did definitely put you down for one without asking you (laughs) listen i'm sitting here i mean people i don't know if you guys will be able to see this but i'm sitting here holding back tears because legitimately listen let me just say this i will be your number one cheerleader on this outside of your family nick and everything like y'all don't understand like this is a powerful powerful defining moment that's the way i see this that's me possibly speaking a little bit as a prophet but this is very 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 important and here's the thing i don't think you're gonna have to like even really push this you're going to mm-hmm. need to do whatever God to ask you to do. Mm-hmm. But this message, this is God's message, as all of your messages are. But, like, he's already done that work. 
Mm. Women are hungry for this. So I am genuinely, genuinely excited. Like, excited doesn't even begin to explain how I feel. Like, I'm so excited for this time. And it's so cheesy to say this, but it's just popping up in my spirit. That for such a time as this, you have been called, right? This message is for this time for now. There is no other time. This is the time for this message. And it's mm. like, right. I literally see like ripe and ready for the picking. Like we all need this. Mm. So, woo, woo. It's going to be so good. And full disclosure, because this is what we said about the podcast is that we're going to remind you, I'm a scared woman. I'm holding up my hand. You can't see me. I'm a scared woman who yeah. doesn't feel capable, who's a little terrified about even what talking about this is going to look like. But... God is enough and he is capable and he'll give the energy and he'll give the wisdom and he'll give the vision. So we'll keep talking about it and sharing the testimony of what that looks like. Okay. I have one last question for today. I love you so much. You guys can't see sweet Kanisha's wiping tears from her eyes. You're going to make me cry. Um, Okay. What are you guys excited about? What are you excited about? We need the wild hope. We need the wild hope in 2021. I'm excited about dreaming again and not feeling dead. Can I be honest? Last year was a year of death, literally, in every single way. I spoke with a friend, and when I was speaking with her, she used the term unspoken broken. And last year was a year of unspoken broken. And so I am looking forward to not necessarily speaking that broken, but watching God use that broken for his good and for his glory. Whatever that looks like, I am open to it. And so I actually feel like partnering with you and the team is a part of that. And so I'm really excited for that. So good. I love that. Brenna, what are you excited about? Yeah, I think similarly. I listened to Emily P. Freeman's podcast the other day, Mm -hmm. which is so good, The Next Right Thing. And she said this quote that was basically, may God meet you where you're Mm -hmm. at and not where you pretend to be. And I was like, woof, that got me. I think I lived all of 2020 (laughs) pretending to be in a different spot. Like, I'm brave enough. I'm strong enough. I can handle this. And now it feels like we've all collectively just decided, like, no, that was hard. That was hard. That's okay that that was hard. Let's move forward. So I'm excited for 2021. I'm excited to see what God does and how he heals some of those spaces that I maybe Mm, didn't recognize before. I need you to know that that Emily P. Freeman quote just got me in my feelers. Are you offended? I'm, I am offended. I feel like I just got <laughs> snatched a little bit. I have like a reaction in my abdomen. <laughs> Meet you where you are and not where you pretend to be. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every day. Every day, Lord, let it be. Let it be, God. <laughs> I'm excited about this podcast. I, I really am. I'm excited about you guys. I'm excited about the women we're going to interview. You hear us, Tia and Joanna Gaines? Let Hello. it be, God. We're excited about you. I'm excited about getting to have this conversation, not just with the women we interview, but with all of you listening. We love you. We value you. I hope you feel that and hear that. We just are mm. so blessed by who God is in you. We believe and what he's asked you to do. We would come sit at your house and pull out whiteboards with you to dream and plan. 1,000%. We really want to. And because we can't, this is what we can do. And so we just love you guys. I'm excited about what God's going to do in your lives this year and the fruit we're going to hear from this podcast and from the steps you take because you feel equipped and empowered. So that's what I got today. That's what I'm excited about. I love it. I love it. 
Anything else we need to hit before we sign off the inaugural mm-hmm. second season? I'm just really grateful to be here. Yeah, I'm just thankful as well. I'll say that. All right. We love you so much, friends. We are going to be back with more. This is just the beginning. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you, Kanisha. And thank you, Go and Tell Gals, for listening. We love you guys so much. Friends, thank you so much for joining us today. We are grateful that you were able to listen in. If you love this episode, would you do us a favor and leave a review so other friends can find this episode? We pray it encouraged you and left you feeling equipped to run on mission right where you're at. We're super grateful for you and we will see you next week.